This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by The Health Network. The Health Network is an innovative advertising platform with more than 30 digital monitors and almost a dozen different medical waiting rooms throughout Tallahassee. With a diverse mix of medical practices, The Health Network provides advertisers unmatched visibility to a highly engaged audience while directly connecting with target consumers through static and video ads. To learn how your business can effectively reach over 60,000 patients and guests per month, visit THNAdvertising.com. Well, hello, everybody. Excited to uh, have our podcast on air and with a special guest, a chamber board member, Herbie Tila with Saks Media Group, partner. Herbie, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. You look. You still look worn out from legislative session. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that uh, you've been working hard, and and what we wanted to do is to bring to our listeners really a summary of legislative session, uh, answer some questions on it, what it means to our local community, and and what people can um, expect moving forward. But first, uh, congratulations. I know, like I said, your team at Sachs Media worked really hard, and I. Uh, my understanding is this is probably one of the most successful sessions you you had. So congratulations. Thank you. Yep. I know uh, working on behalf of your clients and and also uh, really turning things around that will impact our community. And we're going to touch on that in just a minute. But for our listeners, uh, maybe a little bit about you professionally and personally, and and why we're so lucky to have you and your family in Tallahassee. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So my uh, I'm from Tallahassee, uh, a child's grad, um, and. My dad was the, as many know, my the Leon County attorney here. So, which kind of kept me in town. Um, I actually started as an intern at Saks Media 13 years ago, and kind of moved up the ranks. I did the, uh, I actually worked at the uh, offshore oil commission for the president. Well, we were hired because Bob Graham was the chairman, and worked. I mean, nights, weekends, like for a while. And Ron then said, do you want a job? <laughs> and took the job. So um, been there now 13 years, moved, you know, always loved politics. So, and it was kind of a good mix of not being a lobbyist, but still doing what I loved. And uh, I guess moved up the ranks to now partner. Um, and, you know, Ron, obviously, no shock as a mentor and has really helped me move my career forward. Um, I have lived here since I was 10. So we, my dad was the West Palm beach, uh, city attorney. Then we moved up here. I have a two year old little girl and twin boys who are one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so my hands are full. As, as you, as you laugh. <laughs> yes. My hands are full. I, I have a job when I get home too. So, um, but it, it's great. We, my wife and I have been married for three plus years. So we had three kids in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so hands are full, but yeah. which we'll, we'll touch on in a minute. But the, um, the governor actually passed a uh, one year diaper tax. <laughs> <laughs> Anti no, no tax on diapers for a year, and I I thanked him personally. Well, that's this is the <clears throat> governor who has had a lot of children. Yes, as well in a yes, short yes. Of time. family, a good a, a family man himself. So yeah, yes, awesome. he he's definitely. So it's it's been a great ride, and uh, I I lead the public affairs division. So um, all the fun legislative stuff, like as you alluded to, a little tired after yeah. <laughs> sixty days of uh, fun. Yeah, running hard. <laughs> well, you know, I, with. Cannot go any further without the, the massive shout out to Ron Sachs. You're right. He is yep. he is a past chairman of the Chamber of Commerce and just a remarkable community advocate. And, you know, we're all just nodding because we just need to acknowledge Ron and say thanks to Ron and, and <laughs> yep. for uh, for the opportunity for us to have you now on our board of directors. So yep. 
So thank you, Herbie. Well, let's let's kind of jump into this. So 2022 legislative session. I know first and foremost, people kind of get a little confused with when session is. And again, important for our community and important for our businesses. Um, so we, if you can kind of lay that out as far as the rolling start time frame, that would probably be helpful as well. Yeah, absolutely. So so this is a in election years, they had uh, and it's been this for a while. They run session from January through February. Well, really March, the first week of March, but 60 days be mostly because campaign time. <laughs> but uh, and then in in off years of campaigns. So next year we won't start till March. So that'll be March, April, first week of May. So it's and it does it, it kind of every other year, early session, late. We call it late session, but March. So early session, late session. So we won't actually come back. We just finished on Monday. Um, we ran a little late. <laughs> We're supposed to be done on Friday. Um, but so we won't come back. Well, committees will start in January, but we won't come back in full session till the second week of March. So okay. we have a, I call it the one year, <laughs> one year break or <laughs> okay. whatever you want to call it. So. All right. Well, we, um, we're going to get into some of the bills, but you, do you anticipate a uh, special session or special sessions, plural? I, I think there, there's a high possibility. Um, the governor who had a you know the, his press conference or you know after the hankies dropped for sunny die he stood there and said he was going to veto the congressional maps um mm-hmm. that were presented and um i believe that he's going to call them back for at least that i think there are some issues on the property insurance that he could call them back as well so i i believe we'll we'll be back sometime in the summer would be my guess um I don't think he wants to run the the maps completely through the court. He's hoping maybe a compromise. We will see. But I yes, I do believe I mm-hmm. I give it an eighty percent chance. Okay, <laughs> we'll be back again sometime in the sometime in the summer. I would okay. be my guess. Okay, well, and we want to give a, a shout out to our local legislative delegation. So with Senator Lorraine Osley and then our representatives Allison Tant, Ramon Alexander, and Jason Shove. Uh, I know you you know them very well, yeah. <laughs> and I know they worked very hard as well during this session. They they did, and all, and you know, and they, you know, there there's it's tough. Session is you know sometimes where it gets emotional, <laughs> but they all did a they did a great job for our area, and um, you know I, I remember sitting with with Jason during budget time and him fretting about some of the stuff that mm-hmm. that's happening. So I yeah they all did a, an amazing job and um, a great job for our community, and I think they did you know with the what we'll get into it, but one of the largest budgets of all time, a record. And they did a lot for Tallahassee. So it, it's good. Yeah. So a, a thank you to them as well. Well, let's kind of jump in here and, and we'll move through this pretty quick, but there are several bucket area discussion points of bills. So let's maybe let's, let's jump right in if we can. There's, yeah. um, there's a couple that are obviously that you, we were talking about before we started recording um, and that are uh, really good and will impact our community farm share and state employee pay raises yeah so the obviously the because the budget being the record number of 112 billion dollars um now that has not been signed by the governor and he can definitely you know veto some of those line items but um you know the you had the pay raise for all state employees which is awesome the uh the minimum 15 dollars an hour will should be you know fully gone through um, we, we mentioned, you know, things like farm share got funded more than, you know, a little more than what they, you know, they normally do, but about where they are. So, um, to help with, you know, feeding, you know, people in Tallahassee, uh, I, I went through the program of Sue, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the fruit that's not bad, but it, it, it's still good. And, 
you know, I know that, you know, the sheriff's office here has really been a big partner in all that, and they got their funding to continue to help with, you know, feeding people in need. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the state worker, you know, that's a that's a good bump. I think, I don't know the exact, it's like 5% and some change, but that's a decent size bump for it them is. for a lot of the state workers, especially here in Tallahassee, so, and across the state, but especially here in Tallahassee as well. Well, and I think some of these bills that really uh, impact so many people at the pocketbook, are, and, and now especially with inflation, and, and the conditions are different now than they were when we went into legislative session. So let's touch on uh, maybe the gas tax. Yeah, so the governor passed a, a, a gas tax um, that, will reform, that will pretty much bring your gas price down. It doesn't go into effect till October, but it will bring gas prices down, actually. So it's, again... Uh, the nice part about having extra federal money <laughs> is you can do things like this to help people's wallet purse. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, um, he did a good job of making sure that people felt the the, the help from the federal government actually. So um, yeah, gas tax will be um, there in October. And then I don't know, we fully talked about, but the, uh, I, many of y'all remember the, the school um, tax that like helped take off school supplies, tax off school supplies. It actually, it used to run one week this year will run two weeks. Okay. So, which is, right. yeah. yeah, which is huge. And they also, he, the governor also is going to do part of the budget is, um, there is a, uh, thing for, uh, hurricane supplies oh. here and a, a tax off that. Um, and there's, there's one more that's a called like a freedom tax in July. I mean, it, there's, there's a lot of like opportunities for some tax relief on a bunch of things that are needed needed goods basically and like we mentioned and then diapers right right well <laughs> so, it, it does add up i mean it oh, really yeah. really does i mean yeah. and, and i think the timeliness of this is that people are really feeling the impact oh yeah um throughout the day whether it's starting yeah. early in the morning filling up your tank with gas or just as you go throughout your day and still coming off the heels of covid and and i know there were some several bills that were put out there for covid as well as hometown heroes so yeah Let's yeah, talk so, about that. Yeah, so they they passed um, they passed. Uh, it's called the hometown hometown heroes program. Um, it's a hundred million dollars, and it helps relieve people like nurses, doctors, uh, or doctors, uh, firefighters, police. It's it's a great program. It helps with home homes for alleviating for our hometown heroes. You know, as we 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 talked about before, it's you know you see the signs out front and in, in front of people's houses and other organizations, hospitals, and nursing homes that, you know, hey, salute your hometown hero. And they, they did. They, they relieved and helped them, you know, be able to get things. There's also the, the program that, you know, that will be on the ballot that will help them alleviate some of the stress of buying a home. It's a zero, it's a zero percent, uh, zero interest. Um, and it'll be on the ballot coming up this, this year in 2022 that will help those same people. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's another great program. And, you know, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, like the, the they have helped so much during COVID. We we kind of we 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 didn't forget about them, but they it, COVID made us recognize how important those those people are to us Absolutely. in our community. Well, and and then for the business owners, as far as the healthcare COVID liability protection. Yeah, so they they passed they passed the liability again. Um, it was actually it was put into law during COVID because it was kind of a. You know, hey, you can't sue, <laughs> can't sue because of COVID, basically. And they they pass it. I think it goes through now, October first of twenty twenty three. Um, so that uh, again, the, it's just a it's a liability. It, a, lot of, a lot of it's in hospitals and nursing homes. They you know they wanted to kind of get that you know the the litigation down from you know blaming on COVID. <laughs> 
Well, and, and so many of our small businesses throughout COVID were dealing with a lot of that. And I, and I know that there's also a local business protection act. Yeah, there's a, there is, there's a local business protection act that will basically if the local government does something that causes you to lose money, it, it doesn't, doesn't cause you to lose money. Um, because there was a lot of things that happened during COVID mm-hmm. that local businesses put sanctions on things. I know that, you know, we don't don't have to go into the mask and everything else debate of like, but a lot of that would made made you know local restaurants, local businesses lose a lot of money. So this that kind of this kind of comes in. I mean, a lot of, and I'll go back to like the overall picture. A lot of a lot of the stuff that the legislators passed that the governor pushed was because of COVID, mm-hmm. and kind of seeing the parents not having control, the the local businesses not having control, and so he did a he did a good job of you know, opinion on whichever way, but he was allowed, you know, people to have control of their own business, their own kids. And that's, that was his push mm-hmm. the whole year. <laughs> well, I, you know, I know early on, and, and I, I want to make sure recognize the Florida chamber and the great work that yeah. Mark Wilson and Frank Walker do on behalf of the entire state, but they're right here in our backyard. And, you know, I, I personally am grateful to them because they're always there to support local businesses and keep Florida's economy going forward. And I know, I know you all interact very closely yeah. with them as well. And, you know, recognizing what that world's been like and, and what other issues that we know are kind of on the forefront, what we might see coming forward in 2023. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, you know, Mark and again, Mark, Frank do great. They do great work. Um, and, you know, I think that it, they're, I, I, again, I think they really have worked on stuff like the property insurance that's about to come back up. I think that PIP reform, you know, we'll come back up. I think Mark's done it. They've, they, the, the organization as a whole has done a great job looking after, you know, I think, again, going back to COVID, you know, you hate, you hate it, but they, they made a focus on local businesses. You know, they, they really have pushed hard to help the mom and pop, you know, restaurants, mom and pop insurance companies that lost money during this. And I think that you'll see in 20, I mean, 2023 will be interesting because you'll have the election in 2022 um, uh, we don't have to get into redistricting, but you'll have a, it'll be an interesting election that, you know, I, I believe the Republicans will take more control. Um, and, and then we'll see in 2023, I, you know, I, again, I, knowing just that the governor is going to probably run for president. So, mm-hmm. and this will be his 2023 will be his last session basically before he probably throws his name in the hat and, so and then there's gonna... also an election between now and then. Oh yeah, for yeah, governor. Yeah. So it it really interesting times. I think that I think one of the biggest like overarching picture of this session is that the governor got everything he wanted. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. they 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 moved some things. They changed it so he didn't get exactly, but he got everything he wanted, and that just shows you that he's mm-hmm. ready to. <laughs> Ready yeah. to move forward, and yeah. but but a lot of it is though like you know again no matter side of the aisle a lot of it was good for people you know, tax breaks and and such like that that's not it's not that's a bipartisan a lot of the issues are very bipartisan if you ask you know many of the Democrats even that a lot of their I mean most people can vote for the budget too because it was a lot of things that were good that was in their policy especially for the you know the chamber here a lot of local stuff mm-hmm. that will help you know, like you said the the purse the wallet of almost all people in Tallahassee. Yeah, and I think, you know, as the state capital, the third largest state in the country, as a chamber of commerce, we want to continue to not only advocate for our local businesses in local issues, but really recognize how important the statewide issues are. And and as the capital, 
uh, with you touched on it, state employee races, but then our higher educational institutions. Yep. And, you know, probably one of the biggest things to end with the massive amount of dollars that are going to FSU and uh, FAMU and also Tallahassee yep. Community College. And I think the, the one, the big one that came out that I know President McCullough is just so proud of, it's $125 million for a new health center. Yep. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it I, again, it, like you said, Sue, that this is a, <laughs> it was a, it's an unprecedented year as far as budget goes, obviously. Now, some things, well, that won't be probably budget line item, but there's a lot of things in there that are, are very good. And like you just said, I mean, great for our universities. You know, they're also the backbone of Tallahassee. So, and they got a good amount of money. And, you know, I, I know that the president, you know, FSU president was, happy mm-hmm. <laughs> with the amount of stuff and to be able to be able to build something too you know for a health center that's that's a huge huge deal and again that's like i said you know no matter no matter your politics he did some good local mm-hmm. things for tallahassee that's i mean that and, and that's the i think the benefit of the tallahassee chamber being here is that we're right here i mean we're a block from the capital right. and so we get to learn a lot of this type of type of stuff so i mean that's you know and like i i you know i casey desantis the you know first lady had cancer, she beat it. They gave seven hundred million dollars to Moffitt mm-hmm. down down that way for cancer research mm-hmm. and such. I mean, so it's just a. I, I mean, like I said, I think the budget was all. Yes, there are some weird little projects, but mm-hmm. most almost all of it was good, and most all of it was good for Tallahassee. Well, and I, it it is, and I think you know I'm glad you touched mm-hmm. on the healthcare because that health centers in partnership with Tallahassee Memorial Hospital, yep. and and just a couple weeks two weeks ago, HCA of Florida rebranding the state of Florida, yep. uh, all of their hospital. And and I for us as a Chamber of Commerce, obviously we know that creation of jobs is, jobs is key uh, because it touches everyone in our community. And so we um, we want to make sure we bring this information forward. And most importantly, we've, we've got the best board of directors, my opinion, <laughs> because we have experts in the yep. field yep. that can um, bring forward information, but that live, live here and love here, love Tallahassee. So yep. You know, Herbie, thanks. Oh, yeah. uh, if Absolutely. What's the best way if individuals want to find out a little bit more <laughs> about this information? Um, happy to just you can email me. It's Herbie. So H-E-R-B-I-E at Saxmedia. So S-A-C-H-S-M-E-D-I-A dot com. Um, happy to answer anything. You can. My cell phone will be on the email. So you're happy yeah. to call me. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah. promise I won't be on yeah. a phone call at all times, but happy to call me, too. And, you know, I. Obviously, nothing. Nothing's been signed by the bud, you know, for the budget wise for the governor. Almost, uh, he hasn't got many bills. It was one of the lowest. You know, just as a, a finishing recap, one of the lowest bills passed mm. in a long time. Okay. Uh, it was like two hundred eighty. So highest budget, lowest amount of bills. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a wonky year. It was a little yeah. weird, but yeah. yeah, lowest amount of bills, most most money in the budget, but and he hasn't signed but a few bills. So there's still some stuff that could be vetoed in okay. the end. Um, there's like the the net metering bill, which unfortunately will you know no matter if you what, what side you're on, it could lose jobs for solar. Mm-hmm. So um, and, and so there's stuff like that that could be on the on the fence. Mm-hmm. And then like I said, the budget is the big thing, and mm-hmm. obviously he's still it's it's on his desk, but he hasn't <laughs> done anything with it yet. So, well, Herbie, thanks. Get some yeah. rest before special session yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for thanks for all that you do. Absolutely. Thank you.